When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. What's going on? Welcome back to another episode of Making Podcasts Great Again. I am your jazz DJ, tech stuff guy, Jay Nog here. Sorry, got a kid sleeping. He woke up. So, um, anyway. Hello. I mean, we're taking a long enough time to get to the president. Uh, hello, it's a podcast with the I was greatest say, president. I going to say, Mr. President, thank you we for We got this jo- guy trying to make out Bill, the tech stuff guy, trying to make jokes. Let me tell you something. The last guy was a jazz DJ. You sound, sir, like a gay phone sex operator. Very gay. Like phone calls with Pence gay. Uh, Where'd you like me to stick this microphone? uh, Okay, my apologies. Uh, Now, Mr. President... 1-800-PENCE-CALL. Now... Mr. President, let's just get down to it. We have a lot of topics to go over today. Well, it's a big week. We're doing great things in America, so we should get down to it. So I, We're going to do it because I said we're going to get to the topics. Okay. Sad week. Were you a fan of Sesame Street ever with your, well, uh, you your know, kids? They... Well, actually, you didn't help raise your kids. So you know who Sesame Street is. You know the show, right? Well, some of the illegals would sometimes put it on for the kids and... It's. It was a show that had some good things, but then obviously they had some weird puppets. They had a lot of diversity, if you know what I mean, among the humans that were hanging out on Sesame Street. I, I thought it was not realistic, you know. Diversity was, is not realistic? Well, it was kind of like Sesame Ghetto, if we're being honest. A lot of Latino and blacks, okay? It was like, is this in Chicago? Is this where it's taking place? You got people living in trash cans. You know, maybe it was Baltimore. So it's not some place I would go, but I'm aware of the show, and I think they did good things. Well, one of the puppeteers for for Big Bird, most known for Big Bird, also Oscar the Grouch puppeteer, Carol Spinney. Well, she will be missed. She was obviously did good work. Big big lady, like Janet Reno, if she was filling up Big Bird. It's a a he, Carol Carol Spinney. Carol. Carol Big Bird's a he. A he? Trans? No. Was Big Bird trans? Like they got a he, but it was a she? No, the the puppeteer, Carol. It's, it's, Who a, is she? it's a man. It's a man. Who's a man? Carol is a man. No, Carol's a woman's name. So rest in peace, Carol. <laughs> we, you know, I won't miss you because I don't watch PBS because it's for poor people. I can afford premium cable. But uh, Sesame Street, they tried to do good things. You know, they counted. They never counted to a billion because there's no rich people on Sesame Street. Um, <laughs> but it was uh, they tried. They tried. And Carol, 
Uh, I'm sure you were a nice lady. You lived a it's, nice long life. Carol is a man. I know it sounds. So like you're telling man. me they had a trans, there was a trans person doing Big Bird, and that's the kind of stuff we have with our children. No, no thank you. I think Carol. I should buy Sesame Street and destroy it and build some <laughs> premium luxury condos there. I call it Trump Street. I think Carol is a man's is is a man from birth. Carol Spinney was born a man. Just you maybe can has get a woman's name. Priced escorts down on Trump Street. <laughs> you're gonna rebrand. Well, you're making no sense. And if you keep talking this nonsense, I don't really see you doing too many more appearances with the president. Okay, I'm just gonna stop explaining. Well, there's no. I mean, you tell okay. Carol, woman, like maybe you're confused, but she will be missed. Okay. Well, God rest his soul. Um, you know, Carol O'Connor, Archie Bunker. He was a great, great guy. Remember Archie the, Bunker? I, I remember Archie Bunker. That actor. His name was Carol O'Connor. Won a lot of Emmys. One of the great people. But you just. Uh, Carol you... O'Connor was a man. He was Archie Bunker, one of the guys. He would have definitely been a MAGA. Would have loved MAGA. But Carol Spinney. Well, she was Big Bird and she will be missed. Because Carol's a woman's name. But you just said Archie Bunker's name. Ms. Well, Carol. Archie. Yeah, Archie. Very, very strong man. Great MAGA people. If he was, if he was with us today, Archie Bunker Carol would be a, uh, one of the great MAGA people. Okay. Mr. President, what do you what do you think of when I say this person's name, Christopher Steele? A total scumbag who created the fake dossier to try and bring down Trump, and he failed. He made a lot of lies. He was paid by some GOP loser, and then he was paid by the crooked Hillary campaign. And they tried to they came up with all this nonsense about you know Russian business and p tapes, and you know I would never, you know. I, as many people know, never do anything unsafe or unclean in the bedroom, okay? If I'm going to raw dog a porn star, it's going to be at a very clean golf club. So I would never have prostitutes pee on a bed in Russia. Didn't happen. So Steele was this guy. He did that, and he was a really bad guy. But, you know, Ivanka, like, tried to hire him for you guys. She... Spoke to him. Who told you you could bring up Ivanka's name? I didn't know I needed permission to actually mention her name. Well, you do, and you didn't ask for it. May I say Ivanka's name? This one time. <laughs> so Ivanka tried to hire uh, Christopher Steele. Nope, fake news. You sure about that? The only steel that I want near Ivanka is Lexington Steel when we launch Netflix, as the good people who listen to this program regularly know, is going to be my streaming service for soft and hardcore films featuring Ivanka after my presidency. It's going to be a trillion dollar business. Let me ask you a question. You, of course, would you buy that service for? Nine ninety nine a month. Uh, Netflix, sure, definitely. Exactly, it's a tremendous idea. We're gonna put the president's seal on each movie. What does that mean? 
Uh, just to let people know, it's got the certificate of the U.S. government backing it. <laughs> so you're going to back porn movies? Well, that's what I said. So Christopher Steele, not a good guy, not friends with Ivanka. Okay, he didn't smash her cakes, as the people at Bossip would say. You think that's very presidential, Mr. Mr. President? Putting the presidential seal on a porn movie that might have... Uh, I don't know, anal scenes going on. Who said anal? I don't know. You said hardcore porn. Okay, but biblically sanctioned hardcore porn. <laughs> that means only missionary, cowgirl, and ass to mouth. <laughs> That's, those are the only categories on the, on the website? That's it. Well, you, you'll definitely get a specific kind of user. Yeah, people who want to watch great porn featuring the great Ivanka. So those are the only scenes Ivanka's going to do is ass-to-mouth cowgirl and missionary? Well, and there might be a, uh, you know, a taboo <laughs> section, if you know what I mean. What do you mean? Well, taboos, things that society often looks down on but are actually quite beautiful. Like what? Well, if I give it away now, then, you know... It's trade trade secrets. That's why it's a trillion dollar opportunity. So if you want to invest, feel free. But uh, you know we got to keep that stuff hush hush. Unlike Christopher Steele, who shares many lies, not a good guy, a lot of falsehoods. Ivanka never tried to hire him. They were never friends, and there was never, as the kids would say, penetration. I didn't even say they were friends. Who? Me. They were friends? Who was friends? No, they were definitely not friends. Not at all friends. And there I was just... never penetration. I mean, I don't know why penetration <laughs> is even brought up. Who brought it up? Uh, you did penetration. Actually, you said, you said penetration. Well, then, you know, you're making up things because you're saying penetration. I never said penetration. You're right. I misspoke. You said no penetration. No penetration. You just said penetration now. Oh. You did. Well, I'm podcasting. Okay. Maybe you misheard me. Not penetration, podcasting. Okay. It's called okay. podcast. I get it. I get it. How is your relationship with Kim Jong-un right now? Well, you know, he's definitely no Shinzo. My good friend, my best friend, Shinzo Abe, remains one of the great friends. But uh, I got to tell you, the uh, he's not doing too well. No, he's actually, he, he's, he's dissing you publicly. No, he's been very disrespectful. And, you know, we might have to teach him a lesson. He, I mean, that's not threatened on the podcast, but. Well, we're threatening know, on the podcast. What are you threatening to do? A lot. And he doesn't want any part of it. Do you know what he calls you? Some made-up word calls, calls me a dot dotard. Dotard, and he called you something else. What did he call me? An erratic old man. Well, he's an erratic fat piece of shit. <laughs> so why doesn't he try that on for size, okay? We could literally obliterate his country in the blink of an eye. And if he doesn't show me the proper respect, 
I'm going to send Mike Pence over there in the gimp mask to butt fuck him while we nuke his country. Where would the butt fucking be happening? Because if you're, if you're going to nuke it. Right in the palace. Right in the, right in the, well, the butt fucking would occur in the butt, of course. No, but I'm saying, wouldn't he die from the explosion? Well, that's a sacrifice we're willing to make of big gay Mike Pence. <laughs> he, he'd be dying for our country. I don't know what he'd be dying for, but, you know, <laughs> mother would be single and could go find an actual straight husband. Well, it sounds like a far That's why BGMP's got to be on the ticket, because he'll do whatever it takes. That should be the slogan. Of what? For him, for running. He'll do whatever it takes. Well, he's going to come out, I think, at the convention in his gimp mask. <laughs> the ball gag. <laughs> PGMP now stands for ball gag Mike Pence. I tell him to come out slow motion before he gives it to Little Man, Little Rocket Man, Kim Jong, <laughs> Pizzeria Uno. He's a real fat fuck. And oh. he's so short. He's a short, fat piece of shit. You know no. what? what? I don't know. We might have to, maybe for Christmas, we'll light up. You know, they're an atheist country, so maybe we'll send them some Christmas lights. In the form of nukes. And then <laughs> he can go see if Jesus is real or not on Christmas Day. Well, let, let's let's not go there, Mr. President. I just Oh, we think might if... have to go there. R.I.P. Right. Mike Pence. Oh. <laughs> but don't tell him. Don't tell him. Tell him he's just going on like a missionary like mission that he's not going to, you know, he'll come back even though he's definitely not coming back. Uh, he Mr. might come on a back, but he's not coming back. No, definitely not coming back. Um, that's a. I hope you don't do that mission. I don't think how. I don't think it'd be very well, look, good. Look, for look, look, look! Your... I, I don't want you know. I'm like the most peaceful guy in the world. You need him. You need him for the election year. Well, he needs an erect, and we need him for the erection in North Korea. <laughs> so, here's the thing. I'm like the most peaceful guy. I'm like so, like tremendously peaceful. Okay. Are you? Excuse me. You don't know anybody more peaceful than me. But if I am pushed to protect the American people, I will send Pence over to Korea to drill for oil in Kim Jong's butthole, <laughs> and then I'll blow them all up. And we will uh, we'll give BGMP a memorial at Crunch Fitness in Chelsea in Manhattan, <laughs> right in the showers. <laughs> uh, Crunch Fitness, that'd be a great place for it, too. I was thinking Equinox, but who knows? Mr. President, you've been very active on Twitter throughout your presidency. Probably, I think you'd probably agree, one of the... Probably the greatest tweeter in the history of Twitter. Well, this is a, congratulations, first of all, before I tell you this, but it might be a world record. On Sunday, 
you tweeted 105 times and retweets. I think you meant to say I tweeted and retweeted 105 times. No, 105 times tweeted. Okay, and retweeted. Yes, I'm sorry. I didn't read it right. Welcome um, to America, tech stuff guy. Learn your <laughs> English. Here's <laughs> the thing that you've got to understand. That's not even counting the DMs I sent to Ivanka. So I was even more active on Twitter than that shows. So there's really think- nobody like me. I'm trying, to be honest, the only people that tweet as much as me are black Twitter, African-American Twitter. So that's how, that's how Kanye told me I'd win more African-American votes. Do you Being think very you active be, and engaged on Twitter. You think you should be tweeting that much, Mr. President? That's just wasting a lot of time. You don't think so? I tweet very quickly. While uh, I was talking to you, I tweeted 17 times. <laughs> so I can multitask. You know, sometimes, you know, when I'm on top of Melania and she's sleeping, I'll send a tweet then. But wouldn't, like, the more you tweet the less each tweet will mean. Like, don't you want your tweets to be important? So, like, they are. if there's and so I'm many of people, them. Well, they're not, they're, excuse me, they're not diamonds, okay? They're not like, I mean, they're more valuable than diamonds in some ways. But it's not like that. It's like everything I say is important. So we're not trying to keep my tweets rare so they gain in value. They already have maximum presidential value. So by giving more, it's just, you know, much better for the people. And we love the people. They're good people. <laughs> Did you just say that? Well, Mario Van Peebles. <laughs> Everyday people. Whatever happened to that group? Which one? Sly and the Family Stone or Arrested Development? Arrested I Development. I know my black groups. Arrested Development. Well, their song, there was People Every Day because they didn't want to confuse it with Everyday People, was which is by really? Sly and the Family Stone. They said Everyday People. This is why you can't trust the Chicago's. The lyrics <laughs> were Everyday People. Right. But the title of the song was People Every Day because the better song, in my opinion, by Sly and the Family Stone is Everyday People. I did not know that. It's a peaceful song. It's kind of bullshit, but it sounds good. Yeah, and they had one other song, uh, Mr. Wendell. Remember that song? Well, and they had Tennessee, one of the great states that I win very big league. (laughs) So they have three hits. You should be able to get a sophomore album after three hits. They did have a sophomore album. I'm saying that didn't flop. Well, uh, some of us might have had it. (laughs) I didn't know you were such a big Arrested Development fan. Well, Jason Bateman's a funny guy. No, I mean the... The music group, Arrested Development. Oh? I don't know why these conversations go like this sometimes. It's so strange. (laughs) I think I'm talking to someone, and then I realize I'm not even talking to anyone. Um, Well, you're talking to the president, so that's more than anyone. You're right. Mr. President, any impeachment update? I heard the paperwork for your impeachment is in... In the, yeah, in the slurry Pelosi, you know, slurry old Pelosi with her admittedly big rack for an old lady. She's putting papers and probably shaking like Catherine Hepburn, probably hoping that I'll tweak her nips or something secretly. And uh, we're not going to, by the way. We're going to okay. let her. She can remain thirsty. 
And then we got fat Jerry Nadler and the judiciary doing a terrible job. He's getting beat up by my great people um, in the Senate, including Matt Gates, who's like a bro. He's like a bro from Florida. So, you know, he's raped a lot of people. <laughs> and he is, you know, really giving it to Nadler and the committee. So we like that. So we've got great tough people fighting in the judiciary. And when it gets to the Senate, the Dems will lose. That's all we know. You know, I, I'm going about the business of the country because the Dems have no shot. They have zero shot. They're like the New York Knicks, but with even fewer blacks. Well, New York Knicks just got Mark Jackson as a coach. That's some promise. Well, he sucks. Let's be honest. He does not. He coached the, the Warriors. They won like 50 games. The next year, Steve Kerr, who basically looks like a lesbian, goes and wins the championship the next year in like 60-something games. With the same Literally team? with the exact same team. <laughs> Trust me, Mark Jackson is going to be a – he's like the worst kind of guy. He's like – Unlike me, a real Christian, Mark Jackson sort of talks that Christian game, but he's kind of a punk. He's a very weak coach, and the Knicks deserve him. <laughs> All right. He really well, puts the knicker in knickerbocker. That's uh, not necessary. What's not necessary? I know. The name, the name of the team. Do you know okay. what the name of the team is? Yeah, the Knickerbockers. Well, now you sound a little bit racist, and Kanye told me I could say it, but you can't. Are you? Excuse me, are you friends with Kanye? No, did you see Kanye recently? He's he, a fucking he, lunatic. He, he's painted himself silver for something? He hung out with Joel Osteen too much. I told him only a little bit of Osteen. Too much Osteen, and you'll come out like a, I don't know, like some crazy person, but hopefully that means I'll be able to see Kim soon. <laughs> That's what you bank on? Well, it's, you know, she's already had the creamsicle, the orange and the white, so I don't think she'll mind it as much as getting silver all over. <laughs> Mr. President, uh, there was a naval base shooting uh, recently, and the man who was the shooter was angry because his nickname was Pornstache. Well, he was he was a Saudi Arabian, and uh, we stand with our great Saudi Arabian people because Saudi Arabia has never really done anything to us. Their people are generally great people. Really? I, I, do you ever hear of something called 9-11? I think they had a little hand in it. Well, not excuse me, not all Saudi Arabians run convenience stores. No, that's okay. 7-11. Well, never 9 forget. 9-11, Mr. President, do you really not know the difference between 7-11 and 9-11? Yeah, July and September, a very big month in between. It's called August. 9-11 was when the Twin Towers were taken out. 7-11 is a convenience store. David story. Robinson and Tim Duncan, two of the great big men, the Twin Towers of the NBA. <laughs> Good guys. Are you like trying to deny 9-11 right now? 9-11 truther, I've got the truth. And I talked to my good friend Alex Jones. <laughs> we're looking into maybe if there were some crisis actors. Uh, but no, it was, it, we, we understand there was a lot that went on on 7-Eleven and a lot of Saudi Arabians, you know, cooking hot dogs and selling slushies. And it was a good time. It's but they want to our great friends, the Saudi Arabians. They are great people. They're good guys. Uh, why, are they, why are they such good guys? Can you explain that to me? You know, that young guy, Mohammed bin Salman, who we love. 
uh, good friends with Jared Kushner, the original Kushner. And, you know, they... Oh, we'll get to Kushner's in a second. Well, they're very good people, the Saudis. They're good allies of us, you know. But they try to make up stories. You know, first you have, oh, they were 9-11. And then you have, oh, they killed the reporter from the they Washington Post. They did. And there's always these bad stories about these people, but they turn out to be great allies because they have tremendous wealth and they give us tremendous wealth. They're true stories. Their parties are tremendous when they have parties for VIPs. They actually fly in hookers from around the world. Like they get like a dream team of hookers to come to Saudi Arabia to entertain businessmen and guests. So you're getting like the best of the best. So they have great wealth. They throw great parties. And I think a lot of people are jealous of that. So they say, oh, they did 9-11. They killed. Are you, are you having a tap dancing party German. over there? Well, you know, there's. Do you have some, tap dancers performing for you? You know, in my club in New Jersey, my great, tremendous uh, country club, we're hosting a uh, Teen USA pageant. <laughs> And it appears that right now we're watching the runaway portion of the show. The runaways are tap dancing naked for my approval. So, you know, it's a very solemn occasion. It's a great talent and it's important. Well, and, they sound very talented. Oh, they would believe me. We're going to find out just how talented they are. Rest in peace, Jeffrey Epstein. Rest, excuse me, rest in power, as the blacks would say. Why the, Why are you saying that about Jeffrey Epstein? You shouldn't even utter his name. I thought you didn't even know him. Who? Jeffrey Epstein. Never heard of him. You the, just said rest in power. Well, you're, you're obviously hearing things, and <laughs> I always say rest in power. It's something Kanye taught me. We, You know, when we lose a loved one, the African-American community will often write rest in power. But you just said you lost a loved one. So you knew Jeffrey Epstein? You were friends with him? You were close with him? I mean, I know people named Epstein. Believe me, in my business and in New York, you don't think you I've run into Epstein. You just said, rest in peace, rest in power, Jeffrey Epstein. Excuse me, you don't think there are numerous Jeffrey Epsteins in New York City? But why would you say it on the on the podcast? No one gives a shit about someone, Jeffrey Epstein, they don't know. Who are you? Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse me. Who are you to dictate what people give a shit about? You're a tech stuff guy, and I'm the president of the United States. I dictate what people want to hear. You think people care about like a random Jeffrey Epstein versus his the family. pedophile Jeffrey Epstein? His family does. And, and the, excuse me, you're being very rude. Isn't this for the listeners? Isn't this entertainment for the listeners? And they're very entertained, I can tell. But they won't give a shit about Jeffrey Epstein, the guy that is not the real Jeffrey Epstein. Well, what if I have another friend named Jeffrey Epstein who also raped kids? <laughs> Pretty interesting now. <laughs> Very interesting, actually. Well, look who you look like. You have egg and Epstein come on your face right now, okay? You are very mistaken and you are getting schooled that's what they call schooled trump destroys tech stuff guy that should be the youtube video <laughs> egg and epstein come. oh shit mr president I'm, I'm, this next story i'm very offended about though now well, you seem like kind of a pc lib kind of I'm, soft guy nothing to do about being lib you're this is what you said about 
at the Israeli American Council. Oh boy, these we guys. Get, <laughs> we have to get the people of our country, of this country, to love Israel more. Because you have people that are Jewish people, that are great people. They don't love Israel enough. You know that. Next quote. You're not nice people to all at all. But you facts. have to vote for me. Hashtag you facts. Have no, you have no choice. You're not going to vote for Pocahontas. I can tell you that. You're not going to vote for the wealth tax. So what's the problem? I, Those are great quotes, and I... I, I Gladly and proudly admit that I said those. Those are not fake news. You sh- the only thing you should have said is Kushners instead of Jews when you said that. Well, next time I will. Thanks for the tip. <laughs> and if I was in a really bad mood, I might have said, you filthy Kushners. Mr. President, why, what is the, the anger towards the Jews if they don't support you? We are doing great for money and great for Israel. And that's all... That's literally like, boom, that's it. What else is there for the Kushner community? Great stock portfolio, great Israel. That's not all Jews are like that. Not all Jews are only interested in money, and that is it. Well, the ones, the good ones are. Well, the certain percentage are really only concerned with money, and that's it. Well, and I'm being nice because I'm giving them Israel on top of that. It's like, like a, a package tip. deal. <laughs> I'll give you a great stock portfolio and as a tip, 10% tip because we don't go 15 or 20, I'll give you Israel. Well, that's very nice of you. Israel's the 10% tip. That's what it is. And I just don't think you're... If you want to... Israeli people are very good-looking people. They're good, like healthy, intense people, and I want to help them take over more of that region because I'm really tired of like the Arab music. <laughs> it's terrible, terrible music. It's it's, it's well, the only reason you're doing this is because the music. And that Israeli women are beautiful. Gal Gadot. Let's hope she's a thought. I think that Israeli women are beautiful. Israel is a beautiful country. And Arab music, most importantly, is the worst fucking thing I've ever heard. It's like John Legend in a foreign language. Uh, now, Mr. President, good luck in the impeachment process. I'm sure you won't need my luck, but I wanted to wish you good luck anyway. We're going to have at least 12 more years of presidential podcasts. And speaking of presidential podcasts, guys, patreon.com, MPGA. Listen, we'd love to keep the Patreon around. It's Christmas time. Okay, we got Kwanzaa, we got Christmas, and we have (laughs) Nuka coming up. Just Hanukkah could have been. Well, you know what? I know Bibi Netanyahu, tough Bibi, and sorry if I know the real authentic pronunciation. 
Okay. But if you want to say Hanukkah like a like an American Kushner, feel free. But I go back to the motherland. No, you I don't say, have to. You don't have to do it. Hanukkah. <laughs> no, it just be like Hanukkah. It just be simple Hanukkah. Hanukkah. <laughs> Although, if you say it like that, be careful you don't say the N word at the end. Uh, I have a pass from the community, but you I, do not. I, I, I know I've heard. So we've got great, yes, the Patreon. If you know what, Christmas time, make a donation, make a contribution, become a patron. We accept all of those. We got the three big holidays. We got Christmas. We got Kwanzaa. There will be a Trump Kwanzaa episode at the end of this month for the $3 and up. For all Patreons, they get that one. I have to research Kwanzaa. Oh, I, I don't really know anything about Kwanzaa. Well, you're going to get educated on it yeah. by the president of all people. It's but this month, later this week, for the for the Ivanka level people, we're going to have movie reviews of Mr. Rogers, the Mr. Rogers movie with Tom Hanks, and Queen and Slim about the blacks who are running from the law. What a shocker. <laughs> so those will be your Trump movie reviews later this week. Next week... Rage and Brett, episode three of The Legal Limit. It's a hit show. And then uh, and then the week after for a special holiday episode, you get a Qua- Trump's Kwanzaa. We'll probably talk about some holiday traditions that we did around Kwanzaa when I was younger. Oh, my gosh. People <laughs> love the holiday traditions. The Trump, There's no tradition like a Trump tradition because a Trump tradition, don't ask for consent. And it's going to be a great time. So we recommend everybody contribute. You can make donations. You know, it doesn't have to be those. If you feel like saying thanks for a year of great podcasting, or you can just, you know, be one of the members at the three, five or six ninety level. But you were saying, were you going to say something about the Patreon? I was just going to say, guys, <laughs> join up. We want to keep it going. Election year is a busy year. So come on, let's let's double these numbers up because also, what is this? If we hit, you got to hit 500 a month and then you get a Raging Bread I Like Beer bottle opener. Come on, guys. I mean, that that is a, a priceless item right there. It's pretty good. And he does like beer. So patreon.com slash MPGA. Also, road dates, people. If you are around. Well, before you get to your road dates. Yeah. We didn't get one new five-star review on iTunes this week. Pathetic. That's pathetic, people. We entered the week at 150, and as we talk tonight, we are at 150. And I got to tell you, just like women, I don't like them when they're 150. (laughs) But in this case, instead of getting you down to a healthy 88 pounds with triple D breasts, I want you to get up to 200 pounds. I want you to be a real fatty uh, so let's get those five star. You don't even have to leave a review. You just click five stars. Just click it. That's all you got to do. It and takes two seconds. Tim Cook's gay Apple tunes says, got it. Thanks. That's how you know you've left the stars. <laughs> also this weekend, if you are in Cincinnati, Ohio, we have any fans in Cincinnati, Ohio, I'll be at go bananas. On the 12th Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. So 12th, 13th, and 14th. And if you're around in uh, Atlantic City at the Borgata, 
I will be there on the 22nd, 23rd, and 24th. Well, well, well. <laughs> Can I speak now? Have we gotten through the tech stuff guy's travel schedule? That's it. Just, just be jerking gigs. off at a Howard Johnson's on the side of the highway on December 22nd. <laughs> I'll be blowing some, some guy for pocket change in Wyoming on Thursday. Okay, so now what we're going to do is we're going to let the people go.